So I got Michigan, I can make it bounce. <laughs> Good evening, everybody, and welcome to the Fake Ass Radio Show on SoundCloud. Really in stereo tonight. I know I said it was going to be in stereo last week, but I fucked it all up. I did not hook it up right. But tonight, I think it's working. I am your host, Scab D. This show is brought to you by my computer. Becoming more and more temperamental every day, that's my computer. Coming up in the hour, music from Danny Brown. Violent Femmes, and much more. But first, I'd like to introduce my co-host, the Watson to my homes, the Statler to my Waldorf, the one, the only, Gloria. Hey, how's it going? Hello, Gloria. How are you? Good, good. How are you doing? (laughs) I'm doing all right. (laughs) The computer is working. Yes. <laughs> That's a good thing. <laughs> for, for, for once, it seems to be working tonight. So yeah, let's we keep had, our fingers crossed. We had problems last week, yeah. I said a little prayer. Mm-hmm. All right. We both did. Yes. Knock on some wood. And we've crossed everything. <laughs> we've got some, some lucky charms in here, some horseshoes, uh, all that shit, so... How was the old weekend? Uh, it was good. Uh, Mother's Day was Mother's on Day. Sunday. That's yeah. right. Happy Mother's Day. Thank I gotta you. say that to you. Thank you. Yeah, we had a good Mother's Day. Um, Steve made me breakfast, and Aww. him and Lennon got me flowers, and uh, I actually got everything I asked for. I got a drill. Nice. Yeah, yeah, some power tools, and I got gardening gloves. I got like three different sets. I don't know why I got so many gardening gloves. Oh, because you, <laughs> you do can a never, lot. Of, you can never have too many. You do a lot of gardening. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, but no, it was it was great, and uh, yeah, we just hung out. So it was nice. All right, good stuff. Yes. I yeah, I went over to my uh, I went over to my mom's. The whole the whole side of that family was over there. Yeah. <clears throat> Ooh, Excuse me, it was wonderful. Too. Oh yeah, we started. We already started. We done into this drinking. <laughs> now nah, we went over to the moms, and uh, it was wonderful. Uh, the fam was over there, but the the kicker was the she had the chocolate fountain over there, the chocolate fondue. Oh, are you serious? Fondue, fountain dew, fondue. That sounds. You ever like seen one of these? Yeah, they're like seventy bucks. You pick them up off uh, Amazon, but uh, you melt the little chocolate in there. Holy shit! Oh, oh man, it was wonderful. Oh, I was picking out. Normally, Chocolate or cheese, cheese fondue. Too. Right. Oh my god! Well, I saw so that on opening good. day. So good. Well, typically, uh, I, I, I'm always in a. Uh, there's a, uh, a a chocolate fountain at a wedding, or, or a place where there's a ton of people, and I can't, I can't 
pig out the way that I normally would, right. you know, because yeah. I'm embarrassed. But this time I was around my family and I didn't give a fuck. I right, went to town. Right. My You're mom like using had fingers, my mom hooked it off she your had, chin. She had Oreos. <laughs> she had she had it all. She had little cream puffs to dip in there. She had those little uh, those little Mexican wafer oh, cream cookies yeah, to dip in so there. There was some fruit and shit, but I don't eat fruit. I don't fuck with that shit. I was eating uh, everything else that was there. Oh, what's man. that restaurant in Troy? And God, I. Oh, Steve, the melting pot. The melting pot. Steve used yeah. to work there, and we've gone there before. Yeah, that shit's good. Uh huh. Uh huh. So good. I've never been there before. Oh. Never been there before. Yeah. What else happened this week? What else happened this week? Anything else? Uh, no, no. You know, I meant to mention really. uh, last week um, that Heather had uh, she had laser the the LASIK. Is that what it is? Laser eye surgery? Yeah. So, yeah, she went through that, and it was totally successful. Good. All right? She's gone her whole life not being able to see. She's been wearing glasses since she was four, so she went and got her shit taken care of, hooked up. Uh, Dr. Adelson. I'm going to shout him out. He helped my baby. Adelson Eye Center, I'm pretty sure is what they call it. It's in Northville. Uh, I think he's on Six Mile there, so if anyone out there is thinking about getting something like this done but doesn't know anybody and and wants a recommendation, there you go. You got it. Oh, there you go. Heather's eyes are Trump tight. And for once, and finally, she she found a man. She got a man in her life that shoots something in her eyes that doesn't blind her. Oh <laughs> it actually God. helps her to see. So... Right, so thank you very much, <laughs> oh, Dr. Adelson. Poor Heather. All right. Poor Heather. <laughs> Job well done, buddy. I've got some Visine in my thank purse. You. All right. <laughs> That'll work, too. <sighs> what else, man? The church oh, church behind my house. They put up their fucking softball <laughs> fence again. Good Lord. They, <laughs> they put up the softball fence every... Freaking year. Oh, that hideous orange plastic. Right. Shit. Right. <laughs> that that tacky orange construction uh. fence. I have a church. Um, my my land, my lot kind of backs up into the church. There's a church uh, that, that shares land with, with uh, Heather and I. And they have a softball field. And every year they put up a fence. It's usually disgusting and tacky and orange. But this year... It's not so bad. It's blue with a little, it's got a yellow band on the top. So it's not as noticeable. So I wonder if they took your letter, because you wrote them a letter. Right, I did. I wrote them an email last year (laughs) towards the end of the season. I said, you know what, man? That shit's got to go, man. This Maybe shit is they through. took your letter into consideration. They They're like, okay, well, you know what? We can't take down the fence, but we'll change the color. I used the word <laughs> tacky orange construction fence, which was what it was. And uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think You're they like, did. We'll go with a nice baby blue this year. Oh man, and it, it is. It's it's uh, blue bl- supposed to relax it people. Kinda, so it, well, I mean, it blends in. <laughs> it is seriously blue is the color that's supposed to relax you. That, maybe that they fucking <laughs> the fucking crazy ass neighbors that are talking shit. Right, but it, it it blends in with the green. 
It does. Even though there's a yellow band at the top of it, it still blends in. So we're good there. That's funny. They hooked that up, and I, I think it's a little bit better. <laughs> better. Heather didn't even notice it. So uh, what else is fucking going on? Fucking, what are we drinking? Oh, uh, I am drinking an Oberon. Oberon? Oberon, yeah. No, what am I fucking with? Silver bullet. Silver bullet. Fucking silver bullet. Goddamn silver bullet. There ain't nothing wrong with no silver bullet, man. There ain't shit I'm wrong with it. I'm saying there is. Tap the Rockies! <laughs> what is that? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Tap the Rockies, baby! <laughs> you don't remember that? No, I remember it. Remember that horrible ad campaign where... uh is there girls in bikinis? There's, yeah, there's chicks in bikinis <laughs> there. They're playing uh, various sports <laughs> uh, in the mountains. <laughs> but they're giants. <laughs> they're like giants playing sports in the frozen mountains. So that was not a very good ad campaign for Coors Light. Sorry, fellas. <laughs> Sorry. I don't know uh, why that reminded me of this, but what do you think about uh, Bruce Jenner? I am not familiar with this. This happened. You're not familiar with the story? Yeah, I mean, I haven't really been into that much of it. I'm familiar with who he is and what happened, but I don't know. He came out and said that he's transgender. It's too much for me. Yeah. He's <laughs> he's a woman trapped in a man's body. <laughs> and you know what? I just don't know. I get it. Sometimes I feel like a man trapped in a woman's body. <laughs> oh. I said this to my mom. She goes, yeah, I can see that. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> Well, I think it's be from he's he's the Kardashian. He lived with all those Kardashians for a while, right? Well, this is even before that because in the early 1980s, um, he went through five years of actually trying to transform himself. He was on hormones and all kinds of stuff. I mean, he, that's when he started his plastic surgery too. Was early 1980s, and uh, so he has titties now. He had titties then, oh, actually. God. And then when on this date with Chris Jenner, they went they they hooked up on a blind on a blind date, and uh, she wasn't into it. She knew about it. All his wives knew about it, but no one was really into it. Chris Jenner was like, "Okay, like he dressed up in women's clothing." She'd be like, "Okay, go put on your real clothes now, and let's go out to dinner." You know, like stop messing around. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, so before he even met. Uh, Chris, Chris Kardashian, um, he went through five years of like hormones and he had breasts and he started doing the plastic surgery and he was actually transforming himself, then met her and quit and kind of, kind of played it down like, okay, well, this is going on. Well, that's when the show was on, right? No, this is, I'm talking 1980s. Like, yeah, this is when when they first met. When When they first met, he was, he was going through all this. He was transforming himself already, like 1980. When he was on the show, though, he was kind of still a man. But though, when right? he met, no, when he met Chris Kardashian, Chris Jenner, or whatever you want to call her, he started playing it down. Then they got married, uh, and he stopped taking all that stuff. And he just was a dude, basically, again, even though he was still right. really her, and she knew about it all these years, but she never wanted him to come out. Still trapped. She was, you know, I don't know if she was ashamed or embarrassed or just Probably. not wanting her husband to be a woman. <laughs> you know, I don't know, you yeah. know. But, uh, that's what so, I'm thinking. but can you imagine going your entire life? Like, I mean, the man's like, what, in his 60s, his late 60s? 
going your entire life. He's been married three times, I believe, and every single wife knew. <laughs> um, yeah, he seemed a little feminine. But, uh, <laughs> no, it. he came out. I mean, whether he was wearing their clothes or doing whatever. Um, they would. They, they all knew. They would catch him wearing their clothes and shit. Like, <laughs> I don't know if it was catching. I think he kind of tried to open up with them and uh, whether or not they were okay with it. I mean... But anyways, could you imagine being his age now? Like the guy's gonna do what? Die in like ten years? Like, right. I mean, I'm. Not, I mean, he's just he's so old and finally coming out and finally telling his kids and telling the world after being who he is too, because he's like known as this, you know, kind of a, a macho guy a little bit. You well, know? yeah, he, he uh, what? He's a he's an Olympic. Uh, he's an he's you know he's a gold. He's got some. How many gold medals does he have? A few of them. What, I don't know decathlon. How many, but it, exactly. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, like, that's some hardcore going shit. Going your whole life trying to be someone you're not. Like, oh, man, uh, I actually teared up when I watched the interview. I was see, like, I didn't oh, watch that's it. Gotta be kind of rough. You didn't know? watch like, it. That's gotta be hard. I figured everybody else was going to talk about that shit. Why the fuck? You know? Well, I slept even, on that shit. I'm I sorry, no listeners. I had no idea any of this was going on, and then I talked to my mom the other day, and she's like, oh, did you watch? She's like, I'm watching the Bruce Jenner interview. I'm like, what? And then she told me about it. I'm like, oh, no way. I have to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> so, I hope didn't, uh, people didn't expect us to. I mean, enough people have been making fun of him for years, you know, right. with his ponytail and his hair and the plastic surgery. Hey, I had a and- ponytail for a minute. Who would have thunk that really he was going through an identity crisis, Ooh, you know? That's some identity crisis, yeah. I'll tell you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. Anyways. <laughs> yeah. Oh, fucking A. What else? Uh, let's do... Um, I mentioned last week, I talked about uh, Cypress Hill. I played a Cypress Hill song, and then mm-hmm. I mentioned they had some beef back in the day with uh, with Ice Cube. Yeah. There was a positive resolve to that uh that old beef. Uh not many people may know about that. They actually did collab on a song after that uh beef uh, that was squashed here. That's how it's going down. You only smile when I frown cuz you want the crown. You want the I keep it real. No more beef with Cypress Hill. Now we super friends, making super ends. Yeah, there we go. So there's Ice Cube talking about uh how they squashed it. Be Real comes on that track uh, in the end there. He doesn't mention anything about uh, about their their fight, their rap, their rap war. Who do you think the guy was that uh, that got them together to, to, on that track to squash it? Who do you think was the man the, the, to bring them together? Oh, I have no idea who. Take a guess. I don't know. We're talking about another artist? Just anybody. Name anybody. Is it a black guy? Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Snoop Dogg. Snoop Dogg? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let me guess again. Okay. Uh, Tupac. <laughs> let me guess again. It was Shaquille O'Neal. <laughs> what? Shaquille O'Neal, that's right. He did a, uh, he, yeah, he put out a rap album <laughs> back in the day, and he got a whole bunch of rappers to... To do guest spots with him, so uh, yeah, he was the guy that that, uh, that got Cypress Hill and and uh, Be Real and, and Ice Cube on the track, the first track together after their their beef was squashed. So that track's called Men of Steel. <laughs> All right, interesting. Yeah, there you go. Look at that. So they can they they can squash the beef, you know. They, they can do it. The beef. 
they can do it. And they keep making that fucking money. Keep making that motherfucking money. I'm gonna sip my drink. Mm. Tap the Rockies. I don't have that queued up again, but all right. What what do you say we? Uh, let's say we move into this. What are we moving into? I watched the latest uh, documentary on Kurt Cobain. Oh yeah. All right. It's called a montage of hack. Did you watch it? Yep. What did you think about it? I thought it was really good. It was uh it was dark. Yeah. <laughs> really dark, I thought. Whoever produced it or directed it, it was uh yeah. It was definitely made to look a little fucked up. Right. Yeah. Right. Fucking A. It was definitely But no, it was really good. I was like Steve and I watched it, we were into it the whole time and there you go. Yeah, yeah. Another time. But, yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know what I think about it. I liked it. It's the best documentary on Kurt Cobain. No, I thought it was good. I was surprised of all the footage that uh, Courtney Love gave. <laughs> well, considering right, I mean, I know she, she's always been. I mean, they've always been kind of open about being fucking drug addicts, but I was surprised by just the amount of footage of him in general, even before that. I mean, um, the baby pics and everything. Well, that well, yeah, and, and then for somebody who seems so anti-fame, he just seemed to really, really stick it up for the camera. Right, like he seemed right. to really, really enjoy being in front of it. There's it's a probably a love-hate relationship, I'm sure. Right. But uh, again, it's called a montage of hack, all right? And this is the first, it's the first documentary about him that's made with cooperation of his family, um, i.e. Courtney, his mom, his dad, stepmom, and mm-hmm. the rest of the band. And they're using everything that they have uh, video footage they've got journals that they got from him they have artwork they have old sound montage tapes um they're going back they take a lot of that art and i don't know how they do it nowadays but they they, they also had like an illustrator who kind of like who, cartooned who, it, right, the who, stories out like they would read the stories that he had written in his journals or in his right, notebooks Right. And they would cartoon it out kind of, but a dark, it was like a right. dark side. It of seemed a, like a graphic novel. Yeah. <laughs> they made graphic novel parts It was parts cool. Of it a, was cool how they did it, but at the same time, it's like, wow. It, like I said, it's just kind of dark. Well, they animated his artwork, too, which I thought was cool. And they put yeah, it along it cool. to, they put it along to, uh, to the Nirvana music, mm-hmm. uh, which I also enjoyed. Nirvana arguably, uh, arguably being probably my favorite band growing up back in the day. It was one of mine, too. I had Dave Grohl's the reason why I started playing drums and why I grew my hair long the first time. Yeah. And, uh... I actually have a picture of myself sitting on Santa's lap. I was probably, like, 11 or 12 years old. <laughs> and, like, it was just, like, a girlfriend and I were like, yeah, let's go to the mall and see Santa. <laughs> but I was, like, dressed up. I had a Nirvana t-shirt on, the black t-shirt with the yellow uh, smiley face right. and the X'd out. I, yeah. I had that and, like, I think some overalls, a flannel, some crazy fucking, like, 
hat. I think my hair was all in braids. <laughs> I think I was wearing Doc Martens, you know, like, and I'm sitting in his lips like, yeah. <laughs> Fucking Nirvana, that's what I think of. But um, I wrote, I remember the year he died in 94. Yeah. I was in seventh grade, and I, I wrote, <laughs> wrote Kurt Cobain lives in everybody's yearbook at the end of the year. <laughs> yeah, that was my thing. That was my tribute to Kurt Cobain. Kurt Cobain uh, lives, man. I remember. He spoke to a generation. Yeah. A generation of, of 13-year-olds. <laughs> Do you remember, like, hearing on the radio, finding out, like, he killed himself? I remember that. I remember that. It was like. I remember where I was, too. It was a huge impact on me. It was just like, wow, he actually fucking offed himself. Like, there was a lot of talk about him offing himself. Right, right. It was like, wow, he fucking did it. Absolutely, right. I think everyone was just kind of in awe at the time. Like, wow, like... I was was playing pool in my basement, and uh, MTV News came on. I had a TV down there, and I would always... At the time, MTV was cool. Yeah. And you play the MTV while you're playing pool. I used to watch this shit on TV. I'd be mm-hmm. watching it until like three in the morning. Then I have to get up and go to school. Dude, it was sweet. <laughs> I loved MTV back yeah. in the day. Beavis and Butthead, all that shit. Back when they played uh, music videos, right before they stopped really playing music videos. This uh, this documentary is being praised on uh, the fact that they're saying that it humanizes Kurt Cobain for once. A documentary that actually does the job of humanizing. The rock icon. Um, and it's based on the footage of him. I'm, I'm guessing it's the the footage of him uh, being a a husband and and a father. Right. Because there is, you know, there is a scene where the, there's a lot of footage of 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 him and 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 Courtney, and they're <laughs> in all their glory. Jeez, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> It's pretty awesome. <laughs> the 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 footage that is <laughs> is out there of them. It's, uh... um, it's it it's hard to. Uh, <laughs> oh man. Um, if in terms of uh, of, of humanizing him, uh, if, if if humanizing means uh, making him look like a like a junky weirdo, <laughs> then. Then, then they did it. What about the part where she's fucking like Courtney Love is like riding his back? She's just like up on him, oh. and she's singing, and he's swinging her around. And they're fucking like half naked, and right. God even knows what the fuck they're doing. There's, or what there's they're on. a lot of footage of them after he's achieved his his success <laughs> with the first album, and he's with Courtney, and he's got some fuck you money now, and they're they're living it up, and they're just fucked up in his apartment. And she even says that, like, his main goal was to make how much money? Three million. Three million, and then he just wanted to fucking be in his apartment and fucking do and heroin be, and, and, be a and do art. Yeah. The three million dollar junkie. Yeah. Oh, fucking Kurt Cobain. Kurt and Courtney. Why don't, why don't you interview us? Kurt and Courtney. Sassy, too. How does it feel to be fast? <laughs> In the fast lane. <laughs> At the height of their drug abuse. <laughs> Damn, if I wasn't so needle sick, I'd be on tour with Guns N' Roses right now. Man. I mean, Axel would be whooping it up. Snake dancing across the Snake universe. dancing across 
the stage together singing Nazareth songs. <laughs> Are you fucked up, baby? <laughs> my god yeah <laughs> like they have uh, quite a sense of humor for being as fucked up as they are in that scene they're si- they're just sitting next to each other they're being filmed i don't it's know funny. they've got a little drug buddy that's that's with them that that films them right. and they just look skinny and green and sick <laughs> and uh oh man that is pretty funny this though that scene. little clip there um, That's fucking hilarious. Dude, this was what you were talking about. Yeah. Oh, this is where she's yeah. riding on. Yeah. She's, uh, he's smashing a guitar, he's cutting the strings off of it with a, with a saw, and then he smashes it, he's, he's hunched over smashing the guitar, and then she climbs on his Well, she's back, on him, yeah, she's on his back the starts riding time. him like a horse while, uh... And they're just going around in circles, smashing and a guitar, singing. and she's singing her little awful fucking terrible yeah. song. <laughs> Yeah, very fucked up scene in that house. Um, you know what? I imagine um, from now on, I might, I'll probably use that clip as a drop if we're ever talking about uh, some fucked up shit. Yeah, just fucked up people. I may just fucking throw that fucking clip on. Just too bad we didn't have that for Twister, mom. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Uh, that's but uh, yeah, so that's them before. That's them before they had the baby, and then. Um, they, I mean, and, and then they, they get into the the life after the kid, and uh, they maybe kept their shit together for maybe a year before they started getting real fucked up again. Yeah. And so there's scenes of them with the fucking baby. There's one, yeah, there's one scene where uh, Kurt's holding holding her, and he's you can just tell he's fucked up. She's like, hey, yeah, you fucked this up one? on drugs. Stop it. Kurt, you don't want your daughter to see you behaving like that. I'm not on drugs. I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired. (laughs) But he's literally, his eyes are closed. He's just like holding this baby. He's He's green. He's ready to pass out. He's got sores all over his face. Yeah, you're just, sure, you're just tired. (laughs) It's sad. It's pretty sad. It's sad, but. Ah, fuck. And then, um, shit. Makes for a good documentary. It certainly does. Well, shit. How about we close it out with this? Um, this Kurt and Courtney um, singing a little duet together. Amazing. And Francis. Amazing. 
So, yeah, that's <laughs> that's Kurt and Courtney. Oh man, I think they would be called uh, Courtney <laughs> nowadays if they were still here and they were still a Combine power couple. The yeah, they would be called Courtney. So, yeah. yeah. So there you go. <laughs> and that leads us into our first song of the night, played by me. All right, what are you playing tonight? I'm gonna play Nirvana. <laughs> little outtake. Of course. Why did you even ask? <laughs> little outtake from the In Utero album entitled I Hate Myself and Want to Die. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> oh, man. Was he being funny at the time or was he being serious? Well, at the time we thought he was being funny, but no. He was being serious, I guess. So, uh, there you go. All right. I Hate Myself and Want to Die. Fake ass radio show, scab and glow. Ass radio show, Scab and Glow. Nirvana. There you go, buddy. Yeah. Fucking Kurt Cobain. I love Nirvana. Yeah, I love them too. I love Kurt Cobain too. And I love sweet. I love Courtney Love too. I like her. I'm not gonna lie, I like her. Fucking Kurt, man. 
god. Are you serious? Jeez. Oh, man. Poor guys. Anyways. You know, his daughter is worth like a bazillion dollars. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. ridiculous. She's worth so much money. Mm-hmm. Oh. That's awesome, though. She ain't got to do shit. Nope. Ain't got to do nothing. Nope. Not a nan. Daddy nothing. made it easy for her. <laughs> he made it easy for himself, too. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Oh, that's Jesus. horrible. Oh, shit. Well, what do you got, Glow? You got a song? Oh, I got a song, yeah. What you got? First band I'm going to play for you tonight is Cage of the Elephant, and the song's called Shake Me Down. Okay. And this band is originally from Bowling Green, Kentucky. Yeehaw. And I have to say, Kentucky, everyone is so nice. Like, I mean, it's a state that I don't normally go to visit, but I'm always driving through Kentucky to go south. And anywhere I've ever stopped in Kentucky, everyone is so friendly. Have you ever experienced that? In my you know experience, yeah, Kentucky's very nice. We I mean, it. you go to a gas station, they're just like, hi, how you doing? You need help? Right. It's a fast food joint that I'm run, usually running into right quick. Yeah. Like Popeyes or something like that. Yeah. So anyways, this band's from Kentucky. All right. Um, they currently have three albums, and they've been around since 2006. Okay. Um, and the lead singer, Matt Schultz, I think he's a little cutie. Uh-oh. He's so cute. Oh, he's no. like dirty, grungy cute, you know? He kind of reminds me of that actor, <laughs> oh, no. Evan Peters. Who's that? Uh, he's the he's the guy from the American... Uh, what's this? What's it fucking called? American Horror Story? I don't watch that show. You don't watch it? No, no. My stepmom likes that show. He's cute. Anyways, uh, like I said, this is called Shake Me Down by Cage the Elephant on the fake-ass radio show with Scab and Glow. Yep. Shake me down Not a lot of people left around Who knows now Softly laying on the ground Not a lot of people left around
shake me down Not a lot of people left around Aww Oh, that was a good song. <laughs> Isn't that a good song? Yeah, good song. I love it. Yeah. I've heard that one before too. Yeah. Good tune. It is. I don't have a I don't have a for some odd reason I, I don't know where my elephant sound is. Oh <laughs> damn it. That's twice now. <laughs> <laughs> twice me. now. It was the first time. Oh, there was another time where I wanted to I think we talked about the zoo last week, and then there was oh, another time before that. Right. But I did use uh, an elephant sound effect in a um, in a fake ass commercial that I made. For I can't even do one for you because I don't even really know how. <laughs> I to. can't either. Yeah, I right. can't either. So, <laughs> well, tell you what, let's do this now. Gloria's brought us a bit tonight. I don't know what we didn't decide what we're going to call this. Oh yeah, we did. Should yes. we just call it? Um, my voice. I think mail? we should call it. <laughs> I think we should call it sales call fail. Let's call it Jerome. Jerome. Jerome sales call fail. Because because I did jail. Because <laughs> I did because I did jail voicemail, and so you can do <laughs> sales call, call fail. I'm gonna call it call Jerome, not call Tyrone, but call Jerome. All right. <laughs> well, if it was gonna be called. Sales call fail. It would sound Anyways. like this. Hold on. It would sound just like this. Oh, <laughs> See that? <laughs> he failed to make the sale there. <laughs> so anyways, uh, this is a voicemail I received probably a, a, probably a few years ago. <laughs> yeah. And basically it's a telemarketer or recruiter of some sort leaving me a message. And after he leaves me a message... He thinks that he has hung up with me, but he has not. <laughs> oh, Lord. So my voicemail is still recording. Okay. And, uh, All right. Anyways, let's hear it. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Hello, this is Jerome with Explore Talent. I'm creative director here. Uh, we match you up with several auditions right in your area, Gloria. If you call me back at 1 800 888 extension 3101. Call me back. I'll set you up for some more distance and pay at least $842 per day if you get the job. Thank you. Mm. Oh, beautiful for spacious guys. <laughs> I don't know either. Full purple mount. I think purple mount. Oh, what you doing on that song? Amber. <laughs> For amber grays of green. <laughs> America, America. And count I heard two brothers from sea to shiny seas. <laughs> Bring it down. <laughs> what? I was singing the uh, Romney's favorite song. Remember him? 
This is, this is gold. <laughs> this is fucking gold. Uh, first off, they say they're explorer talent, and it's like, well, what kind of talent are you looking for? <laughs> he's the talent right there. <laughs> Sounds like they're all talented. And back then he there. says, then he says that I could be making up to uh, eight hundred and forty-two dollars a day. Like, oh my god, not, that's not eight hundred, fucking... not a grand, but eight hundred and forty-two dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's a nice even number. <laughs> like, holy shit, what kind of talent do I got to do for? $842 a day. <laughs> Hello, this is Jerome with Explore Talent. I'm creative director here. Uh, we match you up with several auditions right in your area, Gloria. If you call me back at 1 800 888 extension 3101, call me back. I'll set you up for some auditions and pay at least $842 per day if you get the job. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Mm. Mm, yeah, I got that motherfucker. He just, he just hanging on the phone. Yeah, I know. I know this bitch gonna call back. I know she calling him back. Yeah, mm, I'm gonna hang up the phone oh, with shit. authority. Oh, beautiful, <laughs> spacious. Now oh <laughs> How fucking embarrassing. Mm. Oh, dude. Oh, <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, it is funny. <laughs> I don't know either. <laughs> ah, Jerome. Oh, Purple Mountain. I think Purple Mountain. <laughs> <laughs> purple Mountain. <laughs> this guy is funny. <laughs> Everyone's waiting. Oh, what you doing on that song? You hear everybody weighing in in the background yeah, in the whole house. Because I imagine he's calling from his house, right? I feel like these these telemarketers, a lot of times they're calling from their houses. I mean, I figured it was a business, but Mm -hmm. yeah, I suppose it could be a a family of telemarketers. Right, right. (laughs) No, they're just in the background. Like, they know when he's on the phone, you know? Like, he's like, be quiet, I'm on the phone. Did she say, please, some grace on me? What did she say? Something. I don't fucking know, man. Remember? (laughs) So, Amber. They don't even know what the fuck. Grace of grain. He's <laughs> still on, America, homie. America. <laughs> I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not interested. No, thank you. No. <laughs> Sir. How did you can stop calling this number, please? Jerome, stop calling. <laughs> Jerome. Break it down. Oh, shit. Break it out. Break it down, Jerome. Oh, shit. That was awesome. <laughs> oh, <my> God. <laughs> you can hear him in the background. What? I was singing uh, Romney's favorite song. Remember him? Remember him? Mitt Romney's favorite song. <clears throat> oh, I think it's over. <laughs> it's clear his throat at the very end before he remembered. You know what? Though <clears throat> I've had it on my phone for so long, it's like on a bad day, or if I if I'm just feeling sad, 
I just have to go to that voicemail and listen to it. I'm like, it makes me giggle a little bit, you know, even still now. <laughs> that shit will tear you up like a motherfucker. Shit yeah. <laughs> just cheered me up, God damn it. It's funny. That was good. Thank you, Jerome. <laughs> yeah, thanks, That Jerome. was good. Thank you. Where's there. the applause? Yeah, I had him right here. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jerome. Oh, God. I love it. We just have black people calling us. It's so awesome. <laughs> They're just leaving us voicemails. <laughs> They're just leaving us voicemails. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Oh, it's great. It's great. <laughs> I love it. Keep doing it. Keep fucking oh, doing it. Good stuff. Oh, shit. So what's next? Where what do you got? Now? You know what? Let's keep it going with you. I feel like we you did oh, the last man. song, and then you had your your voicemail there. Let's keep it going. Let's oh, do the right. Gloria I'm Black on a roll right here. here. I'm on a roll. Yeah. Uh, no, two, for <laughs> two for Tuesday. Two for Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, the next band I am going to bring to you tonight is Violent Femmes. Yeah. Yeah. So I excited love to me bring some these films. guys to you. And the song is Add It Up. Okay. And you know what? I had a, I had a hard time choosing between this song and um, Gone Daddy Gone. Because that's a good one, too. No, this is definitely the better but, song. But uh, Add It Up, yeah. Mm-hmm. This just reminds me of being a horny teenager, basically. Ooh. Just dumb it up. Oh, <laughs> like, yeah, Add It Up. Horniness. So uh, this song was released in 1983. Can you believe that? That's a long ass time ago. Can you ago. believe that? That was literally a year, a year after I was born. Decades ago. I was ago. born in 82. Oh. But when I think of this song, like, it was fresh and new to me. And I think I was probably listening to it in the 90s, you know? And This shit is timeless music. It's, it's time. I was this, just going to say that. This stuff will work. I was literally work. just going to say that Violent Femmes is, like, timeless. Like, These guys will work anytime yeah it's crazy like they're so they got a style that's unique they really do they really do so very um, unique second to none they're so good steve from these blister in the sun too that's another good right and i'm glad you didn't play that because everybody fucking knows that song i'm glad you picked something everyone does know that song right yeah yeah. well i feel like this is another popular song this is just like dirty raunchy Mm -hmm. like yeah like i said it reminds me of being just like a fucking horny teenager you know raunchier yeah than blister in the sun anyways violent femmes this is added up and you are listening to the fake ass radio show with Scab and Glow. Day after day, I will walk and I will play. But the day after today. Love to you. 
Shit is fucking badass, man. Oh, God. <sighs> seventh grade. I, that's the first time I ever heard uh, Violent Femmes. I was in seventh grade. Yeah, so that yeah. it was like, it was probably, probably 10 years after that album actually came out. If you said it was uh, 83, this was 93. Not right. Yeah. Oh. Oh, that ass. Crazy. Such a good song. They were at Woodstock 94. <sighs> Violent Femmes. My mom went to Woodstock 94 and she took my little brother and he was a baby at the time, okay? And they fucking left. And I was like, where did everybody go? I didn't even know where anyone went. 
And all of a sudden they come back. They're like, oh, we just went to Woodstock. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> oh, and they brought me back a T-shirt. Up. That's fucking fucked T-shirt. Up. <laughs> Thanks, that's mom. fucked up. Oh, <laughs> mom, I'd have been so pissed. I love that T-shirt. I don't know what happened to oh. it. It had a little peace sign that said something yeah. really cute. I don't know. Did it have the little bird on the perched on the uh, the guitar? No, it's the just guitar a neck? peace sign. It said something really cute. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, fucking Woodstock '94. Yeah, I would have given anything to have gone to that show. Yeah, I would have. I was in eighth there. grade when that uh, when that show was going down. I remember watching it. There, they had a pay per view. That means had, I would have been in seventh grade. So. Uh-huh, yep. They ran a pay-per-view all day. They mm-hmm. had footage of it, uh, continuous footage going all day, and I think I, I tuned into uh, quite uh, as much of it as I could have, and uh, I know MTV covered it uh, covered it extensively. My little brother was actually in the newspaper for, they took a picture, because it was, he was a little baby there, and they took a picture of him, they were like, oh, you know, Look, a Woodstock baby. Yeah, yeah, human, basically. Human interest. <laughs> but still, they came back. Like, they totally just left. No one told me anything. And they left. And all of a sudden, they came back. And we're like, oh, we were at Woodstock. Just like, what? Did any, like, while well, you were. Did it's any... like, why would you take the fucking baby and not take me? Like, I'm what wondering. the fuck? <laughs> did any. I'm wondering if any, like, burglars Ugh. tried to break in while, you're, while your mom was gone. Any burglars try to come in? No. No. You didn't, like, set little traps for them and shit. <laughs> <laughs> Call call yeah, you fucking, you know, put a Not little. Not all redheads do that. Put a little. Uh, <laughs> put the iron on the 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 laundry chute. That was the funniest. I think. Oh god, that movie's so funny. It is funny. Holy shit, that movie's funny. God, <laughs> I gotta watch that movie soon. I saw something on the internet the other day that was talking about the uh, ugliest grown-up <laughs> actors nowadays, and Macaulay Culkin was Matt? one of them. They showed a picture of him, and I was like, ooh, yeah. He he's was not, fucking... Uh, he's not looking so cute nowadays. He was fucking Mila, Mila Kulis, Kulis, Kunis, fuck her name is. Ooh, really? For a long time. He is, like, not attractive right now. He looked all skinny and... She came over from... She's probably a mail-order bride. She's from Russia, I think. He probably just fucking called her over, you know. (laughs) They sent her over. She's like, hello, I come from Russia. He's like, sweet. I'm trying to be actors. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think they played, like, a secret little... Home Alone game. No, oh, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> who fucking knows? He's like, I want you to go hide in here, and I'm going to pretend like I'm a colleague. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. What are you talking about? We're getting a little crazy now. <laughs> All right, I'm going to play the last song. Uh, who do I got tonight? I got a Detroit rapper. Oh, yeah. Yeah, local boy. Not Eminem. Tonight, I'm going to play Danny Brown. Danny Brown. This is a request from uh, my man Sandro. Oh. Sandro. Oh. Sandrino. He goes, Scav. He's a thick Italian accent. We got to get him on. That would be We'll cool. get him on. He goes, you should play. I sound like I'm Polish. <laughs> <laughs> you sound, are Polish. sound like Bobsha. <laughs> Danny, Danny Brown, <laughs> play Danny Brown, <laughs> because he, he like, they roll, they roll the R's and shit, it's crazy, so he says, play Danny Brown, so I go, I get some Danny Brown on for you, Sandrino, my man, so yes, local boy Detroit, uh, the song I'm gonna play 
Uh, it's from his first album called The Hybrid, came out in 2010. He's put out two solo albums since then. He also did an EP with a, another uh, local Detroit producer slash MC who goes by the name of Black Milk. Currently, he is working on a... Nope, not a movie. No. <laughs> <laughs> what is he working Nope. A Dr. Seuss-inspired children's book. Oh, really? All right. Now, the question is, is he doing his own illustrations? Is he? Because I know somebody who can do that. Gloria. Oh. You really? wrote a children's book. I did. You've got one stashed about somewhere. I do. <laughs> ah. I didn't know you were going to bring this up. <laughs> nope. You certainly didn't. Uh, but yes, you have a children's book that I you do. wrote about 15-something years ago when mm-hmm. we lived together. Something around that time, whatever. A long time ago, yeah. Or whatever. I don't even remember. A long time ago. Yeah. And um, you illustrated it, and it was about farm animals. I actually didn't illustrate it. I wrote it. You didn't illustrate? I thought you drew all that That's shit. where I stopped it. That's why I never did anything with it. Um, I there wrote were pictures. It. I started to I started to illustrate it when we were living together, and then I stopped, and I never finished. But the fucking pictures that you had already drawn were better than a lot of the shit that I've seen in like regular children's books anyway, so I figured... At least in my eyes, that that was. I don't was... even think I have those illustrations anymore. Oh, I think I probably no. Them. Yeah. Oh, Gloria. Yeah. Oh, Lord. I still have the story, child. though. I still have the story. Well, and you have a child. And you know now, what? Too. I know, and that's funny that you actually bring that up because um, I've thought about it in the last couple of years, obviously, with having Lennon. Mm-hmm. So I do think about it from time to time. Oh, jeez. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you gonna read it to him? I should. Uh, I should dig it up. I should do something with it. You should. Yeah, I know. That's why I kind of brought uh, it up because oh, I figured. Thanks for that. You thanks for that. should read it. Now I feel like I have to commit to something. You read it to the boy <laughs> at some point. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, it'd be cool. But yeah. anyways, yeah. So Danny Brown, rapper, Detroit rapper from the streets, gritty, but doing a little children's book. All right, so here you go. New era. Danny Brown, fake ass radio show. Scav and Glow. Niggas out here snitching, do my dirt all by my lonely. I've been in that D so long that I don't even like homie. And you can never be my homie. I'm a Linwood nigga that was raised off of our lonely. Said we over here, over there. Tag out later, wristwatch, multiply by timing. I be with your girlfriend, say shit like my rhyming. Y'all got shot so hard that I don't need no goddamn diamonds. I'm up in the East playing, just a hit. Walked up in a stove, you know just what I did. Looking at the wall, you know the other half. Blue Tiger fitted in a seven and a half. And I work that shit, and if I made any record in my brand new Blue Tiger Every hood I'm in, niggas greet me with, we call beans, 
freak hoes. If we say the hook, then that really mean a po-po. If we say that's bold, then that mean that's fucked up, bro. Niggas don't know, gotta put them on a slang. Out of town, niggas lost, hip them to the chain. They know where I'm from, no matter where I'm at. Cause of the logo on my new era hat. And I run that shit, and if I'm at any rapper in my brand new blue tiger. Now do I look like a child if I ain't got no new ports? I'm a freak up like a mouse, say I'm writing down. But the hit the lot. You front up with a knife and you like you usher survive. No baby mama slob, I put my palm up on her bob. She go, oh God, we heading downtown. Riding through the tunnel. Smoking on some can, banging, keep it a hundred. Wet a hook grip, niggas don't know how to act. You look up in the car, all you see is D-Hats. And I run that shit. show scaven glow and we do too any climate any weather we rock them shits we scaven glow we scaven glow <laughs> we rock them hats them old english d's oh, on them blue new eras oh that's what you're talking about mhm mm-hmm. that's not what I was talking about. we rep our city we rep the d and so does Danny Brown. New Era. That's what that song was called. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That was right into the mic. I'm sorry, people. I usually am fucking tilt my head sideways. Speaking of sideways, that's how I go. It's more polite if Me. you just tilt your head and we hear it from a distance. Tilt to the side. <laughs> <laughs> mm. 
Now, don't give us any of that full mic burp, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Well, shit. What can I say? Burp is a burp, I think. And I'm going to sip my drink one more time before we close her out. Tap the Rockies. I'm not tapping the Rockies. Playing football on the mountains. We're giants. (laughs) 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 They were their giants. You have a beautiful voice. Yeah. It's not that bad. What else you got? I think it's this microphone. Let me hear a little. little, You know who has a. I'm not going to sing. I ain't going to sing. You know who sings is my boy Brett on the Hot Butter podcast. And that's what I was kind of getting to a little bit. Uh, let's shout out a couple of people. Brett, Eric, and Hot Butter Podcast. I love them. Who do we got? We got Rod and Denise, Listening Party Podcast. I like them. Oh, who else am I listening to? Pimp and James. I like those guys. The Ocho Podcast. That's a great show. And then we got uh, Dave and Aaron. They're on uh, Podcast Without Borders. I think I got all those right. Uh, I, I Right off the top of my head. That is who I'm listening to. I'm being... Uh, I, I'm, I'm moving into this, this podcasting world. So I'm listening, I'm listening to more of them. So you have a kid, you don't even got time to do shit. I don't, I'm not listening to shit. I'm not listening to anyone. I feel horrible about this. But you will soon enough. I'm a horrible person. No, you're not. (laughs) Soon enough. Soon enough, you will get I'll venture that way somewhere. Is it sometime? (laughs) Sometime at some point. (laughs) You'll get there. I'm having a good time though because I I I love talk radio and I have for a long time. So this is kind of like my new my new talk radio. Stern's only on three days a week now, so it's great that I I, I have something else to fill my time now other than uh, listening to uh, essentially old Stern reruns and stuff and, and music that I've heard a million times yeah. before too. Yeah, I have so many fucking groups that uh, I just don't give a shit about keeping. Anymore. I don't know. After this, I don't know. You're always trying to force me into some social media, though. Because it's good. It's good. It's just fun. It's good, clean fun, the social media. Good, but as long as you're doing... Good, clean fun. As long as you're keeping it good and clean. Again, my man Eric, Hot Butter Podcast. I think I've heard him say this a couple times. Facebook is only for cool shit. It's only supposed to be for cool shit. If you're posting a picture of a a fucking abused dog or some shit like that. Fuck you, seriously. Eat my fucking ass if you're fucking posting a picture of a fucking dead dog. All right, <laughs> eat the fucking ass. All right, if you're posting um, animal cruelty or anything about racism or religion or politics or anything, eat the ass. All right. What else? <laughs> I mean, there's all sorts of shit that people are starting to use Facebook as a platform for, and I don't like it. Cool shit only. Cool shit only. There's a lot of pictures of people's kids on Facebook. That's all right. You have a kid. I do have a kid, but it doesn't mean that I want to see pictures of fucking kids all, all day right. There's okay a limit. I'm, I'm needs to just be limited. Being honest you needs know? to be limited. Like, limit the pictures. There's of the some kids. people who are literally just like posting oh. pictures of their kids nonstop, like nonstop, nonstop, oh, nonstop. Stop it's like, it. oh my god, stop it. <laughs> One a week. Woo. <laughs> Let's set a one a week, maybe two a week limit. I don't know. Social media. People are just so full of themselves these days, I feel like. Sometimes I I Facebook know. can get a little fake sometimes. 
Yeah. We're going to close on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're closing on? Uh, let's not close on that. Fucking Facebook. What else do we got? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing else. Find us on Facebook. <laughs> Backslash the fake ass radio show. All one word. Okay. Follow the shit out of us on Twitter. All right. And with that, I've been Scav. And I've been Glow. And this is the fake ass radio show. Have a good night. Or a good morning. Whenever you're listening. <laughs> We're glad that you are listening. Uh-huh. <laughs> Thank you very, very much. Good day. Well, hello there. I'm Brett. And I'm Eric from Hot Butter Podcast. A weekly conversational podcast that usually results in a moderately humorous take on the world in which we live. You can expect the occasional rant, hockey talk, dad life, self-deprecation, our favorite song of the week, and plenty of randomness. So grab a beer or wine spritzer and check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, Twitter, and Facebook, or on the World Wide Web at HotButterPodcast.com. <laughs>